0: Welcome back to the Stars Made Me Do It. We have our first Cancer guest here today, and she's a returning guest. It's
1: Kaylin. (laughs) It's Kaylin from the Stars Made Me Murder. Yes. Hi, everyone. I'm excited to be back and like be more personal this time and not just talk
0: about murderers and
1: yeah. We can talk about that, of of course.
0: Sure.
2: (laughs) What do? Is there a fascination that cancers have with murderers? No. (laughs) no but this is really fun because yeah like the whoever's listened to our um you know stars made me murder uh collab episodes they already know you a little bit so it'll be cool to get to know you more as your cancery self and happy belated birthday you're
1: a cusper i definitely am uh i always thought it was gemini my whole life until like you actually worked out my chart. Yeah. And I was like, that just makes so much sense. Cause I never felt like I was a Gemini. I, I always thought Gemini it. was more fun to say than cancer. Cause you know, like cancer, the disease.
2: Yeah. So,
1: yeah. Disease a lot of hate. And like, I feel like cancers are just very, I don't know. Gucci, I guess. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I remember when like we first met and um, I do my, oh yeah. When's your birthday? And you were like June 21st. And I'm like, damn it i can't just know what she is like we're gonna have to we're next time we hang out i'll have to get to the birth time <laughs> yes <laughs> oh man but yeah you're another one who like you're the only other person i think i've met that is born at zero degrees like maybe like a couple minutes later than my zero degrees but still zero degrees wow. in, uh, like the like zero
1: sign. zero nine or something yeah
2: yeah. So really, right. You held out to be a cancer. Um, yeah. I was
1: a late baby too. So my, me too. Yeah. My original birth date was supposed to be or like due date was uh, June 13th. Mm-hmm. And then I waited much to my mother's dismay until June 21st. I,
2: but I love that too, where it's like you were meant to be a cancer. I was meant yes. to be a Sagittarius. You're not a Gemini. I'm not a Scorpio. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, it's funny with like you two and I feel like a, a couple other people I know, they're they're born like right at the second that a sign starts and they were late. I wonder if there's any people that are early and they're right at the second that something starts and they're like a very sure. punctual person. Do you sure. think they're like like I was meant to be this sign and I was born right when it changed and I was early?
2: It makes me think of like, you know, um, babies who like, um, what's it called? Like, um, premature is
1: mm-hmm. that, is that a
2: thing? Yeah. It's like, well, I did not want to wait the next three months to be that I I'm coming out now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So why don't you, even though we have talked to you before, but why don't you tell us a little bit about you, where you're from, where you are now or anything important we should know. Uh,
1: well, I'm Kaylin, um, I'm from Fort Worth, Texas. I currently live back in Fort Worth, Texas, but for the past two years, I was in France where I met Sierra. Yay! Um, a little bit about me. I have a degree in international relations and law due to the pandemic. I'm still fi- trying to find a job, so that's exciting. <laughs> uh, let's see what else. I'm really obsessed with dogs, true crime, cactuses. And, uh, yeah, I guess I'm emotional. Let's just get it right (laughs) now.
2: When we were coming up with these questions, we're like, we can't just ask a cancer if they're emotional. So we're glad that you just told
1: us. (laughs) But I, but like, I, when you first meet me, I definitely feel like I give off a more Sagittarius vibe, which is my rising sign, which are like known as travelers and more like go with the flow. I'm definitely have like a, a lot of mutable in my chart. Um, like I do see myself as a leader, but like, it's not until you really get to know me that I'm like my cancer energy comes out yeah. and my three best friends, you, Sierra, Ariana, and Ashley are all Sagittarius. I know Noble. when we realized that it was like, what? <laughs> yeah. So like, I, I definitely feel like I give a Sagittarius energy off, but I'm like, once you really get to know me, I'm such a cancer.
2: Yeah.
0: So, yeah. so safe to say you do believe in Zodiac to some extent.
1: Um, I really didn't until I met Sierra.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I, many I, people say that.
1: <laughs> I still kind of like grapple with it. Mm-hmm. But, like everything I've read is like true about me. And it's just, I don't know, that can't be a coincidence. And like Sierra did a tarot reading for me the other day. Don't know if I believe in that, but everything she said was like right on the money. So it's just like, that can't be a coincidence, you know? Yeah. I, I love
2: that because you do approach things in a very logical way, but I also really appreciate that you're like, I like, this is not something that I would say I believe, but I'm not going to argue with the fact that everything was accurate. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> I definitely am a logical person, which I don't think is associated with cancer. I mean, I studied law for heaven's sakes. Um yeah. And I think maybe emotions can definitely help with like being logical, but yeah, I definitely see things as like, as they are. And I feel like I'm a very blunt person at first, but once you get to know me, I'm just all emotion, all intuitive, very cardinal. Whereas at first I'm definitely a Sagittarius. Yeah. That (laughs)
2: blunt energy we uh, Sad risings have that where it's like, I'm going to say this directly how it is, and I will learn tact throughout my life.
1: <laughs> well, I was talking to my friend the other day, and we were talking about like cancer, like the disease. And I was like, I don't think you would be a pretty bald person. And she's like, That's so rude, Kayla And I was like, Yeah, you're right, but it's true. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> just say stupid things like that sometimes and then I'm like oh that probably wasn't that great then like my cancer energy comes in and I'm like oh my god I'm so sorry but
2: <laughs> I, but I don't moment, like lying it's true, <laughs> at all
1: so like I just I'm very blunt yeah yeah I can hurt more in the long run so but it's, it's
0: blunt and truthfulness which is yes. at least that's good it's not like blunt lies yeah because that yeah. would just be horrible <laughs>
2: Way to bring in the silver lining. Tara.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Sure.
2: <laughs> so what would what are some of your
1: hobbies? Right now I'm really big into bullet journaling. And like I guess I'm, who
2: got I'm, you into that.
1: <laughs> I know. And I'm kind of like famous on the Reddit bullet journal. Really? So I like I, I feel really good doing that. Um, let's see. When I was like growing up, I was really big into theater and dancing let's see uh right now i really like to read i my podcast i definitely would say is a hobby because that takes up a lot of time um i like crocheting hashtag crochet crimes and i love traveling and just watching like youtube videos about like facts i i definitely am like the random fact person and i take a lot of pride in that (laughs)
2: You know it's so interesting because I I was just looking at like your chart before and normally we'd have Tara guess the the placements but oh, where's already, the Gemini where's we already the Gemini? know you exactly right mm-hmm. because she's got so much Gemini going <laughs> on in her chart yes yes <laughs> that's
0: such a thing the random facts thing that's like mm-hmm. it's Gemini
2: exactly really I mean, yep mm-hmm. you have your Mars well your Mars is in Gemini and your Venus else? right yeah your Mars and Venus are in oh. Gemini mm-hmm. yep oh wait I'm looking at the there we go. Yep. Mars and Venus and they're right next to each other. So, um, and they're in, um, they're in the sixth house, which is also like ruled by Mercury. So you've got a lot of that, that Mercury, like knowledge, quick fact energy for sure. Yeah. My, my
1: family and friends call it another random Kalen fact. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. But
2: that's fun. How we can see like your cancer parts to you, but then it's like that That Gemini energy is there.
1: That Sagittarius energy is there. So. And I'm an Aries moon. And also a funny thing is that my sister's a Scorpio, but we had the same moon and the same rising. Yeah. So like we have a definite like we're so similar, but we're so different. So I don't know. I don't. I haven't heard any other like family having that. So I think it's just kind of interesting. You know, that's been coming okay. up so much for me
2: recently really? where multiple people have been telling me, like we started with this one um, like group of girls that we like have been collaborating with uh, through their Zodiac podcast, telling
1: us if about like the- sign? Yeah,
2: yeah. Yes. And- um, They just
1: followed a crime story on Instagram. So nice. nice.
2: <laughs> yeah. And they, they were telling us about like the hereditary type of like, you know, astrology as far as, you know, Where, where is this come down in your like ancestral line? And at first I was like, is that a thing? And then I've had multiple people within like the past week talk to me about that, like with the hereditary type of astrology. And I think that's really interesting. Like
1: that could be an interesting episode to do with mm -hmm. my sister to see how we're similar, but so different,
2: especially since you're both water signs and like, how does, you know, what's the difference between, okay, you're both Sagittarius rising, you're both Aries moon, but what is the difference between a Cancer and a Scorpio with those placements? Mm Mm-hmm. Interesting. I don't know her
1: whole chart, but I know that. And Lauren, my sister, really isn't into that, but she's like, that is kind of weird and interesting. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Well, so you've got a lot of like, I feel like a lot of your hobbies are coming in through that like Gemini and Sag energy too, because Mm -hmm. it's a lot, it's very like mutable, very eclectic, very lots of lots of random things, which I relate to very much. Yeah. (laughs) So, When you were a kid,
0: what did you want to be when you grew up?
1: Um, Either a teacher or president. Oh, My, my parents are teachers. Well, my dad's like an administrator now, but when I was growing up, he was a teacher and I would always play teacher with my grandparents and sister. And like there's countless home videos of us like playing teacher and me just being really bossy. And for the past six months, I worked as like a kindergarten assistant while I was trying to find a job. And I realized I do not want to be that at all. (laughs) Um, I just don't have the patience for it. And then I still want to be president. Um, And I am trying to find a job in like government. And so maybe one day vote for Kaylin. (laughs) (laughs) Like my dream job right now would be to be like secretary of state or some sort of diplomat. So it hasn't shifted that much.
2: That's really cool. Wow. And also like coming from a teacher, you can't mm-hmm. judge kindergarten based on teacher. Because when I had a kindergarten I placement.
1: Kindergarten. I loved it. I always thought like I wanted to be a fourth grade teacher because I love writing. Yeah. But um, I don't know. They were just so cute. The energy was fun. Nothing ever felt like too difficult. And it was just, it was fun.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's good. Because when I had my kindergarten placement, I was like,
1: do I want to be a teacher? I don't think
2: so. (laughs) Then I was back in fourth grade and we were good. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: But that's good. You got to try it for six months and just be sure that that's not what what you want to do.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because it was always kind of like in the back of my head. And both my parents said, if you are not 100 percent, do not go to school for education. Mm -hmm. And but it was still always like, do I want to? And it just completely confirmed like, no, <laughs> <laughs> but it made me appreciate teachers so much more. And, and that's like- also
2: really fun that that's coming from, you know, a huge part of a cancer like this, not to say for everything, but you know, a huge part of cancer qualities is like that nurturing factor. But that is interesting how oftentimes like there are a lot of water signs that get into that, like our water placements, just because it it is such a nurturing thing. It's if you're not, if you don't have that, you don't stay long Yeah, the era
1: because it's a lot. <laughs> well, a lot of like teachers quit after yeah. three years because it's just, it's so different than I think what people think it is. Yeah, It's not just all the kids. There's a lot of politics involved in it mm-hmm. and for sure. um, people just aren't cut out for that. It's intense, but um, mm-hmm. Well, how
2: about what sign do you, like, this is our long question, like, what sign do you like the best if you have one or like, what kind of sign do you admire? And if you're not quite sure what the signs, like what kind of qualities in a person do you admire or wish
1: that you had? Well, I definitely like cancer's the best. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, I guess if I didn't have to pick cancer, I would pick Sagittarius because um, it's just, it's my rising sign. I definitely... I definitely feel like I'm a Cancer. Um, I guess like as far as like what qualities I admire, I think you're going to find this interesting because you know my history with Capricorns. But I think Capricorns and Cancers are just so different. And so you definitely have to admire like that energy. Um, Whereas being very non-emotional, being very direct, very money-oriented, which I definitely don't think I am. Yeah. So, um, I am direct, but not in a, definitely a different way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, sagges and Capricorns. I like
2: that. Yeah.
1: Where yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. You have, you have some of like both of those qualities in a way because cancers and Capricorns are opposite on the Zodiac wheel, Mm -hmm. you know, so you're going to have those similar energies, just like, you know, Sag and Gemini are opposites. So there's some of that similar energy, but so like almost like what your opposite is, is something that you like could admire, but also like the, you know, the way that you see, you see the world in a Sagittarius way, but you are a cancer. So that's cool that you, you like admire the, the qualities in which the way you see the world, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right.
0: Okay. Um, what's something that makes you really happy and something that would make you really angry? Um you can think about it if you want to think well, it I guess kind happy
1: of- I love, love traveling. And it's been really hard with COVID and everything to not be able to do that. Um, I love experiencing other cultures. I love just seeing how other people live. And I find it super interesting. Um, I've done study abroad programs. I've done, um, what is it called? Cultural exchanges to India and Albania. I just like that energy. I love learning. Um, and I guess you can definitely see that in my podcast because I love how like, crime affects culture. Um, mm. I think it's just very interesting. Like for example, you take the John Bonnet case And how it changed, I would argue it changed America. And so I just find that very interesting. I love true crime. Um, It makes me, I don't want to say it makes me happy, but it makes me, yeah, I guess it does make me happy. Like like,
2: (laughs) that researching part of it and finding about it. Yeah.
0: yeah, Not like the crime itself makes you happy, but just.
1: Yes. Well, like my last episode that I just put out yesterday, um, I asked some questions at the end about ethics and I, it would kind of take a different direction than my other podcasts have, but like, that's what I really think about when I write my episodes. So um, yeah, I love research. Uh, something that makes me angry, stupid people, <laughs> <laughs> people yes. who just like, aren't willing to grow and to learn. Um, like Uh, I did six weeks in India. I literally almost died when I was in India. And people are like, why the hell would you do that? Why didn't you just go home? And it's like, that wasn't the point. Um, And like just people who don't understand that and like don't want to grow as a person who are just very stuck in their ways, that kind of like irritates me. Does that make sense? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
2: Where Mm -hmm. like you, you're on this kind of like quest of learning more. And so, for Mm -hmm. I guess maybe like even like, could that be seen as like more closed minded individuals?
1: Yes. Makes you angry. Yeah. Yeah. And I definitely come from, I'm actually not in Fort Worth. I'm in Burleson, which is a very small town and very set in their ways. And um, I find it definitely hard being here sometimes because they just see all my travels and the way I live my life is weird. Mm-hmm. And like, well, why would you want to go to France or live in France? Why would you want to go to India? And it's just very, I don't like explaining myself when people just aren't going to get it.
2: I, I mm-hmm. do get that where you feel like, you know, the the thing that makes you angry is, you know, because I'm all for like, okay, we have different views, let's talk about it. But if neither party is willing to listen to what the other person's saying and like, even if you're not going to change your views to at least hear it and be like, okay, yes. well, maybe you have like a point and that works for you. That that is frustrating where it's like, nope, the the decision has been made and my brain doors are closed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, like, I feel like traveling is definitely more of a mainstream thing, but when we first started traveling, it was after we found out about Santa and our parents said, instead of Santa, let's go on a trip to Europe. And people just thought that was so weird. And my mom and dad got a lot of comments, like, why the hell would you do that? And I just find that very interesting.
2: Yeah. Because yeah. that's, that's totally now shaped kind of how you're like oh well i'm gonna go on an adventure here
1: yeah yes exactly so all right
2: so you really like things that make you really happy are like the researching part and i'm uh i do think it's what we talked about with cancers too is that they really have like you know sometimes like getting out all the emotion or feeling all the emotion is almost mm-hmm. like a a necessary thing so it's almost like when you're maybe when you're researching that and you're feeling all the things through that like maybe that's something that's connected to it but i also noticed that you have your your Mars is in uh, Virgo, and you have a Virgo midheaven. So the dissecting of the tiny little details and finding all of the tiny little things must be yes, like I'm
1: very detail oriented. I'm very observant. Yeah, um, and that's definitely yeah, like
2: who I am. And that is funny though, because having that le- that um a Virgo midheaven, you're also someone who is constantly like putting in effort to appearance which is very Virgo like enjoying the you know all the sweaters Caitlin's about all the sweaters
1: oh my god and I hate living in Texas because I can only wear them like four months a year but like my (laughs) sweater collection is just so who I am (laughs) here so when I moved back from France, Sierra, like, had to help me. Sh- like, okay, let's talk about this one. I'm like, well, I wore that like on my first date, like, seven years ago, and I just can't give it up. And she's like, okay, but are you going to wear it now? No, but I need to keep it. <laughs> we
2: had good packing methods. You got it done.
1: <laughs> yes. Thank God. I could not have done it without you. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. Well, our next question. I know you're waiting for it tell us your thoughts on boobs <laughs>
1: <laughs> so i was born very well in doubt um i was a 32 h and this past december i finally got a breast reduction and it was one of the things i've been waiting for my like entire life and sierra literally saw my scars and literally saw my boobs before I did because she helped me shower the day after. <laughs> and um, now I like love my boobs and I haven't been able to say that in forever. And I can like not wear a bra and go out in public. Like that's very exciting to me. And then also <laughs> like I know digestive or, is like a thing with cancers and I have Crohn's disease. So that's just I think. Yeah. Rules the stomach. Cancer rules the stomach and boobs is is fucked up. So, (laughs) yeah. And um, yeah, I definitely have had a relationship with my boobs ever since they started growing. Because my mom said like, big boobs skip a generation. And I was like, thank God I'm going to have small boobs. And then they just kept growing and growing and growing. (laughs) They never
2: stopped. That was really funny though when we first, like, when we were talking zodiac, and I said, like, yeah, well, cancer rules the boobs, and you just lost it. You just, like, you're like, okay, well, now I believe. <laughs>
1: yes. Oh my God. Yeah. I have um, a sort of relationship with my boobs, but now I definitely love them now. And like, I think my scars are like badass. So yeah, it makes me happy. And like, That's- every person I meet now, I got a breast reduction. Do you want to see the pictures? (laughs) It just makes me happy. And I'm like, look, this is them before. This is them during and after. So,
2: yeah. Oh, man. Well, it is interesting how like, every every sign has some sort of part of the body and every cancer that we talk to or it's either like I'm fascinated by I have a strange history with or I quite enjoy well you know you can enjoy boobs and not be a cancer but still there's definitely always a boob connection with cancers for sure (laughs) oh my gosh and normally we would ask you for your top three and have Tara guess but Tara already knows but it was funny when we first started I was like do you know Kaylin's top three and you were like spot on you remembered
0: well i knew that you you had aries and sagittarius i just didn't remember which was your moon and which was your ascending but i mean you're just the generally fiery person i think in the best way and Uh i was also thinking with your whole chart how you have a lot of gemini in there too i i think your chart is like a perfect recipe for someone who wants to be involved in law and government (laughs) and that where it's like you have the empathy of a Cancer. And the facts that a Gemini will bring and the firiness to like argue when you need to.
2: But arguing like a Virgo who's going to come yes. to you with the details.
0: Yes. And and very uh, meticulous, I want to say. Yeah. Um, so, yeah.
1: Thank you. And I know y'all want to ask about, am I emotional? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everything is emotion with me. And I know you were talking about in the cancer episode, how it can be hard for me to realize like, that other people aren't emotional and other people aren't as vulnerable as I am. And definitely like in my last relationship, that was something that I had to learn the hard way. Um, but everything, I don't think, I think about like emotion when I'm talking to someone, but I will go back and I will dissect it. I will think about it 10 years later w- at 3 a.m. Like that's just who I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And- Person, like you come to, like, okay, so let's talk about how you're feeling. And, like, I think that's very vulnerable for people. But for me, that's how I get to know people and how I get to know their true self. And I always want to talk about feelings, like, <laughs> feeling kind of person, and then take a bath after. Like, that's like a good day. <laughs>
2: I love it. Cause I was going to say like, you definitely have the cancer qualities, but we're really seeing the rest of your chart come into play. So I'm glad you brought that up too, because cancer is like, it is your life force is the sun is your life force and you are a cancer. So like the way that you move through life and that you experience life is through feeling things and through learning through feelings. And so, um, and also needing to express them and needing to understand other people's feelings and where they're coming from. So I think that that seems to also fuel like all of your hobbies that you were, you know, expressing too. where, well, create creative things like bullet journaling. That's like a means of self-expression and like, you know, but then also with your podcast and, and finding all of like the, the darker things. I also wanted to mention that you have your North node is in Scorpio. So that is just so duh. It's like, it, Scorpio is, um, all about transformation, birth, death. It's like the house of, um, or it's the ruler of, you know, Pluto is Hades. It's like the underworld, you know? So it's like, it's all of that kind of dark stuff. And also a constant, like, you know, your life path this time isn't meant to be like, well, you'll have to listen to our nodes episode if you happen, but like this time it's very much scorpio oriented and not taurus oriented and taurus is like stability and home and scorpio is like burn it down build it up burn it down build it up like let's like like trans like let's destroy it and transform it into something better mm-hmm. constantly so that's really also seems like with the way that you know you've been going through all of these changes it seems like that's what you're you're supposed to be doing
1: oh well, thank you
2: yeah. <laughs> But, um, but I do like that you have all oh, like Tara said, you have all these other things going on there that brings uh other i don't know other pieces to the like a cancer is a great element to have that empathy in what you want to do that's really that's a good point,
1: yeah, I definitely think I'm like too empathetic sometimes to a fault, and like when I watch a show for example i i like I try. I feel what the characters are feeling. I get secondhand embarrassment, secondhand sadness. too. <laughs> you like get the
0: secondhand embarrassment. Really I bad.
1: hate the secondhand embarrassment. Yeah. It, oh my it's god, just a thing like that I have. So yeah.
2: <laughs> I, I'm just thinking that Kaylin's the one who got me really into RuPaul's Drag Race. And I'm feeling like, you know, because that's just like there's so that is such a show where like RuPaul is a Scorpio Scorpio. So he's going to dig mm-hmm. into the emotions that people have. And I feel like it's such a show where you really Let's do talk get about to- your
1: inner saboteur. yeah. <laughs>
2: So that just is very like cancer energy too and um well maybe we'll do a spin-off uh, a spin-off thing where we just go through each season and all the zodiac signs that contested. oh my god
1: i have to be on that episode <laughs> i love rupaul's drag race love it <laughs>
2: Well, thanks so much for being our cancer guest. We definitely have more things planned with you coming up in the future mm-hmm. for some more yes. collaboration episodes. And our
1: next episode, I'm not kidding. It's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and also tell, tell everyone about your podcast. Yeah.
1: So my them. podcast is called a crime story. It's, um, every week I do a, I pick a different country and a crime from that country. And we explore the legal system in that country. And then of course the crime and how, um, that affects the culture in that country. Um, it's, I love doing it. It's bi-weekly and you can find it wherever you get your podcasts as well as on YouTube. I'm like really big on YouTube now. So that's exciting as well
2: well thanks for sharing your your cancer self with us and we'll definitely be like having more fun collaborations in the future
1: yes i can't wait
2: hey tara did you know that your name kind of sounds like the word tarot uh (laughs) 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 and speaking of tarot There's a really cool shop called Tarot in Time that is so much more than just a shop. You are right. Tarot in
0: Time is a tarot and astrology service with a brick and mortar store located in Kent, Connecticut for all your metaphysical, herbal and tarot needs.
2: Their herbal and holistic approach to tarot and astrology is extremely welcoming. Their website includes videos of each reader so you can find the right match for you.
0: And they offer in-person or distanced via Zoom, tarot and astrology readings. Prices are very reasonable, starting at $20 for a 15-minute reading.
2: I've had multiple readings from tarot and time, both in person and online. When I was in the U.S., I've been in their actual shop. And when I've been here in France, I've been able to coordinate it fine doing the readings online.
0: Yeah, I had one in person, uh, one in person reading, and it actually changed my mind about tarot readings. I wasn't a huge fan of them before, but after my reading with Mimi, I kind of changed my mind about it, and I like them now.
2: Yeah, so you can do easy booking online at tarotintime.com. That's T-A-R-O-T-I-N-T-H-Y-M-E.com. All right, second guest is a very special guest. We have Penelope here for Cancer Season. Welcome, Penelope. Thank
3: you.
2: (laughs) All right, so Penelope, why don't you tell us who you are?
3: So I love the water. I'm a Cancer. (laughs) Um, I'm just very, like, I just like to, like, when I get up in the morning, I just, like, go downstairs. I, I just, like, peace and quiet for a little. Sometimes I snuggle with my puppy. And, um, yeah, I'm just, I just, I'm, I just, like, quiet. And, yeah, I'm just, like, yeah. <laughs> where are you
0: from? Where are we now? You don't have to say exactly where we live, but.
3: Well, I did live in New York and Long Island, and now I live in Connecticut. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Um... Yeah. And do you believe in astrology and like zodiac signs and all that? And the different characteristics that come with them?
3: Why do you think I'm on this show? Of course I do.
2: <laughs> <laughs> We're glad. And and it's almost your birthday. So well, when this comes out, it'll be your birthday. How old are you turning? Eight. I'm turning eight. Oh my gosh. What? She's our
0: youngest guest on the show.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. So, what are what are some things you like to do? Like we would say your hobbies, but what are some things you like to do for fun? Well, things I like to do
3: for fun. I like to play with my like Barbies and stuff, and I just like sometimes I just like play with play with my puppy, and we're just we just we don't really like do anything specific. We just like you know we play with these toys and yeah
4: with your
3: friends yeah, yeah I play with my friends they come over and we like we play like video games and stuff it's yeah oh and also we um we do a lemonade stand every once in a while that's to, fun um, yeah when it's like really hot out
0: and so. they, they clean up these kids make so much money it's ridiculous
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's amazing fifty dollars once yeah. Wow. So I, think you made
0: more than, I think you made like eighty dollars once. Yeah, time. we made like yeah. eighty
2: five dollars once. Yeah. That's amazing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna change this question a little yeah. bit. Um, what do you want to be when you grow up? Well, I don't know if I'm
3: specifically going to be this. I might change my mind, but right now I I wanna be a teacher. So
2: You know mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> what
3: do
0: you, you want to teach?
3: Well, I wanna mean, I want to teach, like, well, I was thinking about teaching, like, high school kids, so I'd want to teach, like, probably, like, math, because I'm really good at math, and I'd be good at grading them,
2: so. You would be. Yeah. You are
3: good at math. Yeah, that's, like, (laughs) my best subject in school.
2: That's really lucky, because if it's not your best subject, it's really hard, because math is not my best subject, and it's really hard for me, so that's really good that you're good at it.
3: Yeah, so I do I just I'm really good at it. So I don't know why just I'm really good at
2: it. You're yeah. Yeah. You got a math brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so do you know what other zodiac signs you really like? Like what like maybe some of your friends' zodiac signs or what you really like about your friends like the way they are? My
3: BFF is actually a Capricorn. So I do like Capricorns too.
2: Wow. And yeah. my parents, you know, Aunt Cece and Uncle Steve are both Capricorns too.
3: Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: yeah. Cool. And you and Aunt Cece get along really well.
0: Yep. <laughs> so, you both love swimming in the pond. Yeah.
3: But well, she's a nurse,
0: fine. She
3: is a nurse. Yeah. Yes.
2: yeah. <laughs> That's fun that you like Capricorns. That's perfect. Yeah. That works really well.
0: I do like Capricorns a lot. What is something that makes you really happy? And something that makes you really angry.
3: Oh, something that makes me really happy is snuggling with you. and <laughs> I puppy? Aww. I puppy? And something that makes me angry is when someone blames me for something that I didn't do.
2: Mm, that like, would make me angry too. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And it makes me look upset. And...
0: Yeah. Oh, wait, let me just throw in the other question. Um, Do you like that? Yeah. <laughs> Are they one of your favorite things?
3: Mm-hmm. I always, even though my bath is pretty small, I like to put my goggles on and just swim around in there. I love uh, that. Just fun swimming around in the She's bath. A, she
0: just goes underwater yeah. and with her goggles on.
3: Yeah. When I'm yeah. taking a shower, I don't, because that would be kind of impossible, but...
2: <laughs> <laughs> You really like going in the pool. You really like going in the in the pond. Yeah. yeah.
0: Anytime we go to like a lake or the beach, yeah. even if it's freezing out, she has to put her feet in the water. Yep.
3: Yeah. Theo did not like
0: that. <laughs> no, we, we yeah. took him to a lake. The two of them to actually I think that might have been a, like a big pond. But um Penelope was going in up to her knees and Theo doesn't like going in the water. Yeah. So he but he didn't want Penelope out there in the water, so he kept like going out to Got yeah, her to come back. And... Like <laughs> yeah. no, it's not safe
3: there.
2: <laughs> Do you know what your your top three are? Do you know what your rising sign is and your moon sign is? Because your cancer sign is your sun sign. Do you know what your other two are?
0: No, I don't. Mm. Mm. You want to her. tell her? You can tell her. All right. So you are a rising Virgo, Ooh. and you're a Gemini moon. Ooh. Which Gemma is a Gemini. Oh, really? Mm-hmm.
2: And Ruby is a Virgo. Yeah. Oh, cool. So, if you
0: think of qualities that they have, you have those qualities too. Wow. Mm-hmm.
2: And cool. if we, when we're recording right now, Penelope made sure to put on her lipstick and her eyeshadow for this. So, that's very much a Virgo rising thing to do. And you always really like matching your outfits, really fun, right?
3: yeah i do my my outfit is actually kind of black but since i'm like a water sign i'm doing this i put on blue eyeshadow
2: i love that blue mm-hmm. eyeshadow is very fun <laughs> thank you well yeah well thanks for being our our youngest zodiac guest
0: yes you're welcome are you excited you finally got to be
3: on here oh yes i am <laughs> <laughs> i've been waiting for this like, one like a year
4: three, yeah like a year yeah
0: have you ever been doing this for years? just about? Just about. This is actually this is our 52nd episode. So, so it has one year. Mm-hmm. 52 weeks in a year. This is the, wow. the one year mark, I think.
2: That's I'm glad you got to be on our special one year mark episode. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay.
0: We'll go snuggle now so you can be happy. We have our third cancer guest. This is Dan. Welcome, Dan. Oh,
4: Thank you for having me. It's good to be
2: here. You were like a, a kind of special guest in one of our episodes as a background participant back After in a uh yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: the, um in October we did um the episode on houses. We were, yeah, when you were trying to teach me houses and I just had no idea what was going on. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> but good to have you on an actual episode where you are here to participate. Yeah. So why don't you tell us a little bit about you, where you're from, where you are now, or anything important we should know?
4: I am Dan. I'm originally from Long Island. I live in Connecticut now, and there's nothing important you should know about.
2: <laughs> gotcha. Well, it's important you're a Cancer. That's why you're here. Yes.
0: It was cute how Penelope totally led with being a Cancer. I know. She said, I'm a Cancer, and that's why I'm here. That's also what I am all right do you believe in astrology i
4: think there's room for it in my beliefs okay
0: cool yeah
2: all right did you did you have any indication about anything astrology like before you met tara and and our podcast craziness
0: yeah yeah he had talked to a girl in the past plenty of
4: (laughs) them before he's going on about astrology pretty much
0: all girls at some point we'll say What's your sign? Yeah. What's okay. Born, which is exactly what we did. <laughs> you picked we the stuff
4: end. up. If you, the last
2: <laughs> <ride>. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what are some of your hobbies?
4: My dog. I take a lot of pride in him. He's a good boy. Uh, my girlfriend, Tara. Uh,
0: your-
2: are <laughs> <laughs> you going to say she's a good girl? <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah uh, video games and such.
0: You're a very big dog person, like
4: am, super. Yeah, that's probably my main thing.
2: You're also so, like, you did a lot of like the the landscaping stuff for your yard and like with the campfire pit stuff too. That's pretty. Yeah, well,
0: that's, yeah, yeah you're right like together. secretly into like rock building. Yeah, masonry. Yeah. 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 I don't want to do like
4: license.
2: No, but like just as a hobby.
4: Yeah, I can make a fire pit
2: yeah. real nice like. And not everybody can do that. I don't know that I can do that.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. When you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? I wanted to be a Tyrannosaurus Rex when I grew up.
4: It's <laughs> very true. I'm not trying to be funny. That was my ambition. I thought maybe if I became a scientist, I could turn into a Tyrannosaurus, but never quite am out.
2: <laughs> I love that, though. I feel like there's such that that moment when we're kids where it's like dinosaurs are everything and that's that lasted a long time for me that's what yeah i was gonna say but for some longer (laughs) 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 all right so how's that how's that going for you how's the t-rex goals (laughs)
4: uh we hit a few roadblocks but yeah (laughs) but not,
2: but hope is not lost.
4: I'm still trying to secure funding. (laughs) Okay.
2: Um, okay. So which sign do you like the best or like, what are qualities in other people or other signs that you really admire?
4: Um, I wish I could be more like artistic with my hands. I can't make a very nice painting or drawing or when I try, it looks like a kid did it and I'm just like, uh, not what I pictured in my mind. So I can't like art that
2: way. And I wish I could.
0: Okay. All right. You could, though, if you tried, because, well, we'll get to it later, but you yeah, I was going to say,
2: yeah, I was like, we'll get to it later, but you have a big placement. That's definitely, uh, inspiring that kind of creative stuff, but mm-hmm. all right. some more like artistic abilities and other people, or like not necessarily the ideas, but like the physical, like putting it on paper, yeah, like mind to hand, like the
0: execution of it.
2: Oh, yeah. Hmm. I never really thought of it that way. It's like, yeah, some people are like, I am capable, but I lack the ideas. And it's kind of like the, I've got all these ideas, but putting it onto the paper.
0: Yeah, We've asked that question in a couple of different episodes, (laughs) interview episodes, (laughs) but no one's ever said like, no one's ever given that answer. It's always like, "Oh, I wish I had like better time management, or better
2: like this skill or that." More skill. patience, or something like that. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Okay. What's something that makes you really happy, and what's something that makes you really angry?
4: <laughs> you. <laughs> For both. Oh yeah. Um, downtime makes me happy I like don't have to.
0: Worry about work. Dan time. Dan Dan time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what something
2: that makes me angry is like bad drivers and annoying people that
4: I just wish I didn't have to deal
2: with. I get that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you do you have road rage or do you just have road annoyance?
0: He does not have road rage. Mm-hmm. He has road anger, but he is such a good driver. It's like. I didn't realize what a bad driver I was until I was in the car with in and I'm like, "Wow, you're a really good driver." Yeah,
4: I keep driving normally, but I'll like if I'm alone, I'll yell and scream and curse.
2: That's, I would say that's the best way to have road rage. That's- yeah. No, but you're like not an
0: aggressive driver at all. It's just like
4: I'm a passive aggressive driver. Mm-hmm. Someone's like right on me, I'm like going slower. Not- oh,
2: for sure. That's what you gotta do. <laughs>
4: You're distracting me, so I have to go slower now.
2: <laughs> All right. So downtime, terror time, and making you happy and then stupid people and stupid drivers.
4: Yeah. Where are they gotta be in such a hurry? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: okay. Um I'm gonna throw in the question that we left out. Yeah. By taking baths? It's
4: been a long time. I don't- I wouldn't
2: take a bath, though, so I guess yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah, we were in our cancer episode, we talked about how that was one of the things that most cancers really enjoy doing, and um, we forgot to add it to our questions for our first guest, but, I mean, well, we know Penelope would never get out if she didn't have to, but...
4: Yeah. This is a rare commodity for me.
2: I also feel like the three of us are very tall people, and, like, to truly enjoy a bath, you need a big bathtub. Oh, yeah.
4: The struggle is real.
2: Or else, like, I don't want to be half cold taking a bath. That's true too.
0: Yeah. Like yeah. we have a bathtub, but it's not a big bathtub like it works for Penelope, but I'm not using it as a bathtub very often. Yeah. It's yeah, the not gonna put in it for yeah Theo uses it.
2: <laughs> not for much longer. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what are your thoughts on boobs?
4: On boobs? <laughs> That's what you said,
2: right? <laughs> That's what I said.
4: All right. um, I'm a fan.
2: <laughs> Are you asking
4: uh, for specifics?
2: Of- well, this is our funny question, because cancer is like every every zodiac sign rules a part of the body and Cancer's rules the boobs. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Say that again.
0: Every, every zodiac sign rules a different part of the body, like Aries rules the head and it like works its way down. And, I rule the boobs. Yeah, cancer's rule the boobs you think so but yeah it seems like cancers tend to be big fans of boobs yep so we figured we'd throw that in there
2: yep so you can confirm that as a cancer you're a fan of boobs oh yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) okay Uh,
4: and then i I bet non-cancers are also fans though
0: well yeah fair yeah this is true um, and then our last little thing, is not a question, but we're going to go over your sun, moon, and rising.
2: Do you remember? Or do you know your sun, moon, and rising?
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't have to guess because me and you know it already. Yeah. All right. So Dan is Cancer Sun, obviously. He's a Libra rising and a Pisces moon. <laughs> uh, yes, I do have it memorized. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. So that's what we were saying, like when you made the, you know, creativity, like comment where Pisces moons are known as being one of the most like creative, like placements in the Zodiac. So you have like that creative ability, but I guess the putting it to paper is I never considered to be like a, you know, an additional part of that, but you totally have it. And you have like, you have a, uh, a water trine going on in your chart too, where that means that you have like three major you have like the major placements in three of the all three water signs so you have your sun is in cancer uh your moon is in pisces and then you have pluto and scorpio which all millennials have pluto and scorpio it's like a generational thing but you have a uh a water trine so you most likely are like have a really good intuition and like gut feelings on things yes, yes. word <laughs> And then yeah, you guys are both Libra rising and both um Leo Midheaven. So that's yeah, we have a
0: similar first house too, or like all of our Libra and Scorpio is in the first house, I think.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but like or, Dan just has yeah. the you have more Scorpio and Libra placements, yes. but um, but Dan's got uh Pluto. Yeah, and another thing that I thought was really interesting in your chart when I was looking at it is that your sun and your north node and your south node and Neptune and Uranus are all uh, intercepted. So that means that most likely like your sun, which is like who you are as a person, and then also your north node, which is like your goals this lifetime are intercepted, which means that they're like almost unavailable to you until you're in your 30s. So it's going to be cool for you when you like enter into your 30s, like your life force and your like goals and things are going to become a lot more available to you. It, it's not like you don't, it's not like it's not there. It's just a little bit more hidden than typically it is. So Tara has some interceptions too, but it's just different placements. So that's cool that you're going to get like uh, some new stuff like available to you when you're around in 30. Uh-huh.
4: In the roller coaster hill. though.
2: Yeah. You're heading that way. <laughs> it's cancer season. It's almost a birthday. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, no, he's he's gonna be yeah twenty nine. Yeah, right? I'm sorry. Cut that out. <laughs> Doesn't want people to yeah, know I'm how, not, old, how not, old he is. But yeah. You know, <laughs> so in a year, big stuff happening for you.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, so and, and I, I mean, big
4: things happening soon.
2: It, well, it's it, like Saturn's return. I mentioned Saturn's
0: return, but I didn't know about all of his interceptions. So I got a double thruster. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do.
2: So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it's a big it's a there's like definitely big uh stuff coming and you have your your Saturn is in um Aquarius. So and it's in the 4th house so like things where it comes to the home and um and also doing things in your own like weird way and feeling like um, any, anything that you feel restricted on, like anything that, cause Saturn's like the, you know, why is it always me? That's what Saturn's always like. Why is it always me? So that is like going to be really present. And then you're going to like dig into it and like figure out why is it always me? And Saturn's return is like going to make you think of all that kind of stuff. And then, yeah, like as you, it's like thirties and like into your thirties is when the other stuff becomes available. So yeah, you got a lot of stuff coming up astrologically.
0: What? So many people are though. He said he's any scared oh like so many people are afraid of their Saturn's return and like their interceptions and it that, but it sounds
4: it's... like maybe I should be buying lottery tickets
2: <laughs> I would I would not recommend that <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I think I think it's more that you know everybody has a Saturn's return but not everybody has interceptions and so it's kind of like anything that you felt stuck on especially I would think like this life's direction and like your life force or even, even like your cancer qualities, because your cancer is the one that's like intercepted your cancer son. So I would think that that like, as you turn 30 and get into your thirties, it's just going to become a lot more. Um, I don't know that the way I learned it is available. Like it's there, but it's almost like closed off. And so it's like the packaging is opening. So would
0: that mean like he'll become much more emotionally available?
2: I would think that all of your, all of the cancer qualities would become a lot more available. Yeah.
0: Interesting.
2: Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. yeah. So maybe, I mean, I don't know, but maybe, maybe your moon plays a, a bigger role right now because that's totally available to you and your son's going to come into play as you enter your thirties. Huh? Yeah. Anyways, him. that, that went into a chart reading as opposed to an interview, but <laughs> <It did>, you. <yeah. laughs> interview so we have a little bit of time yeah all (laughs) right well thanks for being our thanks for being our cancer guest final interviewer our final interview of like season one yeah of the stars made me do it right you are this
0: is the season finale right
2: now yeah i I mean like anybody listening like we're gonna continue as normal but still like it is uh it's really this is like we made it a year this is our like one year episode so Mm -hmm. yay 52 weeks 52 weeks pretty exciting yeah well yeah thanks for being our our final guest of the (laughs) The birthday
4: the stars made me do it thank you